What is it? He Cheng asked. He turned around to look at He Cheng. White, no face. Why would he come to Mount Tonglu? Perhaps his powers haven't recovered completely, and he wants to borrow the kiln to be reborn into this world, He Cheng replied. If that's the case, that would mean the him now is not a supreme, Shilin wondered. That's not entirely impossible, He Cheng said. Earlier, White No Face impersonated Feng Xin and Mu Qing and suddenly charged out. His abrupt appearance felt shocking and terrifying. On top of that, Xinin's first reaction was, he can't be defeated, run away. So he grabbed Hua Cheng and fled. The two didn't actually face him for too long, so they weren't able to gauge just what exactly was White No Face's current true strength. Was it all a bluff, or was he stronger than he seemed? Exchanging rough blows for no more than the flash of a second, nothing could be determined. Shirin muttered, I subconsciously thought he was stronger when I only saw those two fake skins, but maybe he hasn't completely recovered right now, and maybe he's currently at his weakest. Otherwise, why would he come? To Mount Tonglu. Maybe I can give it a shot. See if he could take him down. He Cheng immediately replied, Good, I'll go fight him. Shilin instantly snapped out of it and hastily said, No, don't. Don't face him straight on. Just me giving it a shot is enough. Usually, Supreme Ghost Kings would never face each other in combat so easily. Just as how ship-sinking Blackwater and Crimson Rain Swordflower coexisted in peace. The Ghost Kings weren't like the heavenly officials of the heavens, where their strengths, how big their palaces were, and how many worshippers they had, the parameters of their powers, were all well known by anyone who cared to keep track. They would hide their true strength in the same way they hid their pasts. Since they possessed no knowledge of each other's strengths, and no one knew what the consequences would be if two Supremes should start fighting, if things could be kept at a balance, then they shall be kept that way. No need to worry, Ho Chang said. Victory or defeat hasn't been decided yet. Unless Gurga believes I would actually let you face him by yourself. Shilin shook his head. It's not that, Sun Lang. We're not the same. He won't kill me. I can swear it. Why? Hua Cheng questioned. After a moment of hesitation, Shilin still chose not to answer and only said, You don't know just how terrifying that creature is. Hua Cheng cut him off grimly. Your Highness, I know. Only then did Shilin remember that Hua Chang had also once joined the Shinla army and had personally experienced the Shinla battlefield, seen with his own eyes the tragedy of fields piled with corpses. But Hua Chang wasn't like him. 
he had never personally seen that shocking battle between Junwu and White No-Face. He had also never crossed paths with White No-Face before. Having thought this, Shilin shook his head with force. It's not that I don't trust you. It's just... I just... I don't want anything to happen to you. Hearing this, Hua Cheng's eyes twinkled. A moment later, he smiled. Gugu, don't worry. I'm already dead, so it won't be easy for me to die again. Besides, have you forgotten what I've told you before? As long as he doesn't find my ashes, he can do nothing to me. Only with this reminder did Shirin recall that there was such a thing, and he quickly said, Wait, the other things aside, Sunlong, your, are your ashes properly hidden away? A long time ago, Hua Chang replied. Shirin nodded, but after a pause, he still couldn't help but double check. Are you sure it's properly hidden? That place is secure enough? It won't be found? Hua Chang answered leisurely. To me, it's the safest place in the world. Shilin, however, didn't think there was anything that was absolute in this world and pressed. You're absolutely sure? Hua Chang smiled cheerfully. If its hiding place is destroyed, then there's no need for me to exist either. Of course, I'm sure. Although Shilin really minded what no need to exist, men. They weren't situated in a safe place at the moment, and who knew if there were any ears listening, so it wasn't the right place to go deeper into the subject, and he stopped talking about it. But having talked thus far, Shilin really wanted to ask Ho Chang, just how did he die? He really wanted to know, but at the same time, he didn't know how to ask. When mortals died, the reason souls could remain on the corporeal earth was because of obsessive attachment. In most cases, anguish and resentment were the strongest of their fixations. And in order to become a supreme ghost king, their obsession would have to be even stronger than most. He was afraid that should he ask, Hua Chang wouldn't be able to handle it, like if a scar was stabbed. Shilin himself might not be able to bear it either. These past 800 years, just how had Hua Chang endured it? Having thought thus far, a horrifying thought suddenly appeared in Shilin's mind, and he was instantly covered in cold sweat. He immediately turned to Hua Chang. Sun Lang. What is it? Hua Chang answered. Shilin's fingers were twitching slightly. I, I have another question I want to ask you. By all means, Hua Chang replied. Shilin stared at him. In the past 800 years, other than having met me in Shenla, have you met me anywhere else at any other point in time? Hua Chang turned his head slowly. Unfortunately, even though I've never given up and did my utmost to find you, I haven't. Shilin pressed on. Really? Hua Chang looked him in the eyes. Really? 
Why does Gurga ask? Shirin softly sighed a breath of relief and forced a smile. Nothing. It's just, in these past years, how I passed my earlier days wasn't the prettiest sight. It was all muddled and very much a failure. I just thought that if you had witnessed it, it wouldn't be good. Ho Chang laughed. How could that be? Shilin, however, didn't laugh at all. It's not a joke. I really was quite the failure. Hearing this, Ho Chang withdrew his smile and turned solemn. That's okay too. Didn't your highness already say it yourself? Me? Shailin was confused. What did I say? Ho Chang recited languidly. To me, the one basking in infinite glory is you. The one fallen from grace is also you. What matters is you and not the state of you. He stared at Shilian and blinked meaningfully, cocking an eyebrow. I feel the same way. Shilian was stunned for a good moment when suddenly, with a pa, he slapped his hands to cover his face, feeling his entire head burning up. Did, did I say that? You did, Ho Chang said. Gurga, don't deny it. Shilin used his arm to block his face. I, I don't think so. Gurga, do you want to watch it? I'll find it for you, Ho Chang said. Shilin's head shot up. You, did you? No way. Sanang, you, did you record everything? I'm joking, I'm joking, Sanang said. I honestly don't believe you. Gurga, trust me. I don't trust you anymore. The two came to a fork in the road, and just then, there was a sudden breeze, and Ho Chang tilted his body, blocking in front of Shilian, raising an arm as if meaning to shield him. The breeze actually wasn't anything, and naturally didn't require any sort of blocking at all. But Ho Chang's action came completely naturally. As the wind passed, strands of hair fluttered irritatingly, and Shilian suddenly noticed that when Hua Chang wasn't looking at him, his expression and the contours of his face were all cold. Beautiful in his nonchalance, Hua Chang didn't even realize he moved without hesitation, as if protecting Shilian was an innate ability. Shilian blurted out again, Sun Lam. Hua Chang tilted his head to look at him, and only then did he flash a smile. What is it, your highness? Shilin felt Ho Chang probably didn't notice himself smiling. A clear and powerful voice in his heart told him that this man really took him for a god. Shilin's fingers quietly clenched. Once we're out of Mount Tonglu, there are many things I want to tell you. Ho Chang nodded lightly. All right, I look forward to it. Have Feng Xin and Mu Cheng gotten out? Shilin asked. They're already out, Ho Chang replied. Then, white, no face? Shilin asked. He didn't catch up to us, and he didn't go to stop them. Where is he now? How far away from us is he? Ho Chang replied. He is. He hadn't finished, but his face changed. 
and he lightly pressed two fingers against the brow of his right eye. A moment later, he said, he's disappeared. Shailen was shocked. How could he have disappeared? Ho Chang was still rather calm and he searched with focus. He's disappeared into thin air. Even as a ghost, it was impossible to just disappear into thin air within the cave of 10,000 gods surrounded by wraith butterflies. Shilin blurted out, Let me see. Then he crept Hua Chang's shoulders with his hands and tipped his feet slightly, touching his forehead with his. Hua Chang's hand lowered to rest on his waist for a moment. There was a small hesitation, like he was going to pull away. But in the end, the hand remained and hugged him even tighter. The scenes that Hua Chang saw moments earlier swiftly flashed before Shelian's eyes. That white-clad man came languidly before a stone cavern, and countless wraith butterflies once again rushed toward him, wrapping him into a shimmering human-shaped cocoon. After a frozen moment, they were all shocked away. Silver light exploded crackled, and the silver butterflies were blown into scintillating glitter. However, after that silver light had settled, he disappeared. Following that, Ho Chang's right eye carried his sight and swept across the situation in countless many other tunnels, but that white-clad figure was nowhere to be seen. Shilin was puzzled and slightly pulled away. Did he leave? While the others might not know, Shailen was more than clear that if White No Face saw him, he would no doubt harass him persistently. Maybe our speculation before was right, Ho Chang said. His first objective is to use the kill to regain his supreme status, so he left first. His voice was pressed right against his ear, and only then did Shailen come to and realize that Ho Chang's face was cupped in his hands. He had pulled him to bend slightly at the waist. Shilin quickly let go. He cried, Stop him! Their mission this time, in coming to Mount Tonglu, was to prevent any candidates that had the potential to become a supreme. The two had been avoiding that white-clad man the entire time earlier, but now that the situation had been cleared, they were now going through the countless divine statues in search of him. It didn't take them long before they came to the place where that white-clad man had disappeared. Sure enough, besides a few divine statues, there was not a single soul. Silver shimmers covered the ground, and the little silver butterflies that weren't completely destroyed by the shockwave were fluttering their broken wings. Shilin bent down, even if he didn't know whether it had helped, he still wanted to cup them up. Right then, he heard Ho Chang's voice coming from behind. Gugu, come here by my side. That voice was laced with suppressed anger, but the rage wasn't directed at him. Shinin looked up and found Ho Chang's blazing eyes were staring at a divine statue ahead. It was a divine statue that was covered from head to toe with a white veil, unmoving, and its general contour 
could be seen. It seemed to be pointing a sword, and so one end was protruding sharply. However, at this very moment, at the sharp tip of the sword's point, a patch of astringent red was exuding, spreading non-stop, staining and soaking that white silk. There was blood on the sword. Anyone who witnessed the sight could tell that there was something strange with this divine statue. Perhaps at that moment, what was under the white silk was no longer the original divine statue, but something else. Shilin leapt to his feet and stood side by side with Hua Chong. The sword Fang Xin pointed at that divine statue. With a dark expression, Hua Chang waved his hand and that white veil was uncovered. Shilin's pupils instantly shrank. Under the white veil was a divine statue of him. This was a God-pleasing crown prince statue. A sword in one hand, flower in the other. A smile hung on the face. Only there was a trace of blood in that smile. The source of that blood was a sword gripped in its hand. There was a youth pierced upon the blade, his head wrapped full of bandages, his body covered in blood. It was Lang Ying.